0: razor wire stuff in texas we got a crooked da in in florida we got uh just lunacy everywhere and uh you know we're only equipped at a certain level to break this down you need somebody that's a professional news producer to lift up the rocks and see what kind of bugs crawl out underneath and we love doing this once a week uh she was a former fox news producer stood up to them and said nope not not playing your game i'm out newsmax major league baseball and now she's the current host of the brianna morello show brianna morello yay
1: Pleasure. thank you for having me absolutely welcome okay this was a big week on uh tweets that you put out yeah. david and i were going through all of them you know putting together the show and we're like there are such hot yeah. topics that do and, people
0: ever get carpal tunnel in their thumbs
1: i don't know I don't know how she does it i don't know how you do it if <laughs> <She does, laughs> you go to bed at
0: night you're up like ben gay on yeah. your on your on your thumbs you know from like just being sore and fatigued and <laughs> i don't know how you keep it going
2: yeah, you got to be quick. You got to be quick. You can't be the last one to, you know, to go through something. You got to get to it quick 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 quick. That's well, right. That's what and they, you that's
1: do what you are fast. You are very fast. So Flyover Family, if you're not yet following Brianna on, on X, go to briannamarillo.com. It'll take you to her X. But then also make sure you are following her um, on her show, the, the Brianna Marillo Show. Go to uh, Rumble, the Brianna Marilla Show, and you can find it there. Or just go to briannamarillo.com, and it'll take you to her show. Make sure you yeah. are following her. She does a nightly show. In fact, we're going to talk about some hot topics that you had on your show um, over this last week. Uh,
0: the a, a, a big guest. Like the yeah. people that you would see, like when Tucker was on fox the people he would have on regularly you know like julie kelly um you know i mean the the kind of guests that you have i'm like
1: oh my gosh man
0: but that was your job you know it was working with those people now you're doing that yourself so it's like it's amazing
1: So let's talk a little bit about this interview with Julie Kelly. You have more details are emerging regarding Fulton County DA Fannie Willis and special prosecutor Nathan Wade's relationship. Julie Kelly breaks down the very latest regarding Wade's ex looking to subpoena Willis. Let's talk about that. Yeah,
2: it's getting juicy, but honestly, it's kind of sad because it's taking down so many great Americans. This Fulton County persecution that's going on right now. Ultimately, though, Fannie Willis likely was uh, allegedly, we have to still say, even though she's not denying the allegations, but we still have to say allegedly, of course, uh, is engaged in a relationship with special prosecutor Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade has no prosecutorial experience. So it was really strange when I saw that he was the special prosecutor, because going over his background, it was just a head scratcher. And then you you get the actual allegations that they're having a relationship. And then his ex-wife, who he's going through a divorce now with, is dumping all these documents, such as like their credit card records and and all of that, which link her to him. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's literally purchasing flights in her name. And it's all outlined in these documents. And so ultimately now they are in court. Uh, The ex-wife wants to subpoena Fannie Willis, wants to hear what their relationship is and get towards the details. Uh, Fannie Willis tried to have her attorney say in court that she's just too busy to do a subpoena and ultimately her target right now is going after the president and she just can't do it. But then she also put her foot in the mouth by saying that she knows the exclusive details as to why their marriage, Nathan and his ex-wife's marriage didn't work out. So it's interesting. The woman's not very intelligent. She's, she's actually, and that's me saying it nicely. She's a moron. Uh, she (laughs) somehow thought that it was okay to admit in court that, she knows the details about why they're no longer married and why it didn't work out, but she doesn't want to come in and say it because she's just too busy. And so ultimately,
1: uh, it doesn't look like a judge is going to rule in her favor. But we'll find out soon. The, How about the tape that was released talking about that she would never have any kind of a relationship with anybody that she worked with, and that, the, that yeah, the, that, came that out.
0: nobody in their you know administration or, yeah. or staff should ever be involved romantically in yeah, you know that. I mean that yeah, that she, went kind of viral ooh, that, as well. Yeah,
2: that that wasn't good. Yeah, well, she said that she she pretends like she has a set of standards for her office, but obviously she doesn't. And I love mm-hmm. it. So the New York Times actually put out an article to detail all of these allegations, and they're kind of saying it's like a like a uh, an office romance between her and Nathan Wade. But ultimately, Nathan Wade wasn't in the office. She brought him into the office by hiring mm-hmm. him as a special prosecutor, knowing he wasn't qualified, knowing that she was in a relationship with him, likely, and, and so. When we sit here and we downplay and we say, "Oh, it's an office relationship." No, it's not. He wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. Oh, great point. She had a
0: relationship and brought him into mm-hmm. the office, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Now, allegedly. I don't want you know beat this one here to death, but like prior, it seems like if you're an attorney to to be the lead prosecutor against a former president of the United States, yeah, would be a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What? What's the biggest thing he had done before that? Like, typically, that's like, okay, you, you did this, this, and this. And, okay, you're clearly that that's the guy you would bring in. Like, you know, I, I barbecue a lot, but you wouldn't bring me in to, to run a restaurant. I would. <laughs> Maybe.
1: You're yeah, excellent. Like, that, that,
0: like, that's a big <laughs> a jump. You're it's, amazing. Like, it's like, well, he grills in his backyard. Yeah, let's <laughs> hire him to be the head chef at this. No, yeah. that's a big jump.
2: Yeah, he's a defense attorney. He advertises as, and then I think he also on his website promotes himself as a traffic attorney. The guy also, and this is probably why Fanny and him are such a great couple. He's also a moron. Uh, mm. Ultimately, we caught him. Not only he's a special prosecutor, right? But then he also sent brochures to the house of these defendants. So people like Jeff Clark received like a brochure advertising Nathan Wade's defense attorney uh, side of the yes, business. Yes, you had a so tweet he's about dipping. that. Yeah, Let's look at yeah. that one. Well, can you it's a brochure. It I'm sure you guys have it because I posted that on Twitter yes. too. It's a brochure that he sent Jeff Clark, and ultimately it says who's a defendant in all of this, and ultimately it's promoting their their skills there to be able to defend someone. But he's also the special prosecutor, so he's acting as a prosecutor and as potentially an, a defense attorney. I mean, this guy's not only a grifter, but he's probably a criminal at this point. And this is an ethic violations complete ethic violation completely. And he said it to multiple too, uh, multiple co-defendants, I should say. And David Schaefer was another one who received this brochure. And I mean, we haven't heard about any penalties. This guy should be yanked off the case. I mean, he's literally <sighs> trying to double dip and take money from these defendants while he's trying to ruin their lives. You can't even write this stupidity up. It's just, it's alarming, but again, it's expected from these people.
1: That, that is crazy. It's all coming out though. You know, I mean, mm. all of these things are coming up. They can only keep things down for so long before mm. it just truth comes to the surface. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's always what happens, right? They
2: try yep. to hide it, but it always makes its way to the server. Because you can't sit here and lie about this. And they weren't even trying to hide their relationship, which I thought was strange. Like, they were taking vacations here to Florida and all around the world. It's like, you didn't think anyone was going to connect the dots on that one. It's pretty bizarre. Yeah, I totally agree. I guess arrogance. You
0: know? Yeah, and, and that's what I see on, on, on the left. They have the media and everybody in, in, in the justice system runs cover for them. And, and so they have this this arrogance, like a like a, a kid who may be like his mom's the principal and his dad is like, you know, some big yeah. donor, mm-hmm. you know, to a, a school and and nobody can touch him. And so he walks yeah. around and gives everybody the finger and does whatever he wants. It's like he's they're not even very good at being bad.
1: Right.
2: No. No, they're not. They're, they're not, not sneaky they, about they, it at all. Yeah, no. they know law, laws don't
1: apply to them, so... Let's go on to uh, Tommy Tupperville. So David is a huge fan. Oh, of I think him.
0: Uh, well, in, anybody that performs at a high level in in, ath- in athletics, you know, as a player, as a coach, I like it because there's no nepotism. Um, yeah. You know, like you you either are good or you don't. You have to get results, and so I. I, I I tend to lean towards people like that when they make a shift mm-hmm. into politics much more than I do military. To be honest with you, I am so out on. Hey, I used to be a Navy SEAL and now I'm going to be here because then you're just used to following orders. Hey, congratulations, yeah. you're good at doing push ups and doing what you're told. So they get into yeah. politics and they just kind of mm-hmm. fall under. That's this is David's take. I'm so out on former military people going into politics yeah. like they have to overcome that in my eyes. But yeah. athletics is a little different because mm-hmm. like you either performed at a high level or you didn't. And you typically it's not because you just follow orders. So I think his ability to think on his own has been on display at a high level in politics. And that's developed in athletics much more so than it is in military.
1: And, And talking about military, this is interesting. The VA was caught providing services for illegal aliens. Senator Tommy Tuberville is proposing legislation that would prevent that from continuing. So you did a show about that. Talk a little bit about that as well. Yes, yeah, so ultimately we did a report a couple of weeks back regarding
2: the VA allegedly providing medical services to illegals. Uh, the VA denies that they're saying it's more so of financial services where they're re- they're helping uh, groups like uh, federal groups like DHS and ICE get reimbursed for their expenses regarding the medical service that these illegals are getting and so that's what they were saying but ultimately as many of you probably know at home the va is already overwhelmed with the current system it has in place it can't even provide our own veterans with the benefits that they deserve and they've earned and they should be receiving and so now what's happening is you have these illegals who are utilizing the va services as well as every other service that we give in this country and so ultimately yeah it's pretty it's pretty outrageous and I know when Fox broke the story originally, there was some doubts in it. They've, they've somehow backpedaled a little bit. But ultimately, members of the Senate have, have pretty much stuck to it that the, the VA is doing this. And so uh, he is proposing legislation, which is nice, but it's not likely going to pass with Joe Biden in the White House, uh, mm-hmm. as many of us know. And he's also telling us that Chuck Schumer won't even let it go up for a vote. So although it sounds really nice to do, he's pretty much blocking at this point.
1: Wow. Okay. And they, they can, again, you can find these shows that we were just talking about by going to Uh Make sure when you go there and you follow her on Rumble, make sure you like it, make sure you're sharing it. People need this information and your shows are top notch and you're, yeah. you're breaking news that sometimes is coming out a week or two later that you're, and, and sometimes others, the like media won't even touch it. They're like, nope, I'm not even going to go there. And you're not scared. You're like, I'm moving in on this and I'm going to share it because the American people need to know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always joke that the the core of my show is just to whatever would get probably tossed out in an editorial meeting. And they'd say, no, no, we're not going to do that uh, is what's going to make it into the show. Yeah. So yeah. You, you could just
0: call your show what you need to know. Yeah. You're, you're, is, you're <laughs> um, well, speaking of illegals, let's jump into this. Um, these three illegals are attempting to break into the U.S. They've reportedly waited three days to get in. Uh, they're 200 yards away from a legal port of entry, but they're not going to go there. Why? Uh, Do they already know they do not have legitimate asylum claims, or are they just morons? That morons should be the theme of the day.
1: No kidding. Um, Let's play that video, though, so people can see it. There's a video of them trying to, to get in through these wires.
0: that that sums up this case better than anything it doesn't it may say well that's not a real action-packed video and if you're just listening if you're on apple or one of those platforms with audio only uh you have some illegal immigrants standing uh 200 yards away from a legal port of entry so if they're asylum seekers and they have this kind of thing just go over 200 yards yep. that's for those of you who don't do the math that's two football fields that's not a long mm-hmm. way uh and then present your case But if they are not walking 200 yards and they're there multiple days waiting to go through a non-entry point, it's very obvious why they wouldn't want Mm -hmm. to go through.
2: Yeah, yeah. So obviously, they don't have legitimate asylum claims. And they're sitting here, the, the individual took the video is actually a friend of mine, Jorge Venturo. And he's been reporting the border for quite some time. And I know I make light of it. But these people are morons. Because ultimately, like, you could literally just go over to a port of entry. At this point, they'll let anyone into the country. So that's all they'd have to do. But they're just so dumb that they're just gonna sit there and stay there for three days waiting to somehow get the fencing cut open for them. I don't understand it at all, to be completely honest with you. Um, But let's just be honest. We have enough dumb people in this country. We don't need to bring in any more. And so people like this, let's leave them on the other side of the fence. Let's build more fencing to keep them out because mm-hmm. if they're going to sit there and just wait, you might as well just try to create as many barriers as possible to make sure they can't get in. Yeah,
1: that, which is quite interesting.
2: Well,
0: anything that somebody wants to sneak in the back door of a movie theater and come in, it's because they don't have a ticket. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. I don't have legal access to go through the front door of the movie theater to get in there because I didn't buy a ticket. So yeah. I'm going to I any 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 version of this you know yep. if if you don't have the ticket to get into the game you know like if you don't have the paperwork to enter legally then you got to go in illegally another way and it, so we wouldn't put up with this in any other uh, scenario nope. except for flood into our country
1: and i want to actually bring up your tweet about the supreme court because you said if the supreme court won't allow states to protect themselves during an invasion secession is the only other option Okay. So what, what is your take on that? What happened? Amy Coney Barrett, you know, what was your thought on that? And um, now Texas is standing up. They're like, nope, sorry, not doing it. So what's your thought? What's your take?
2: Yeah. Well, Texas is doing what they should have done a very long time ago and that is holding the line, creating these barriers to make sure these individuals can't get in and pushing back on the Biden regime. Listen, the Supreme court, their ruling was horrible. So ultimately what they're saying is that border patrol can go in and cut the razor wires but Texas still won't let them into certain parks in certain areas because they're saying this is our land and we're not going to let the Border Patrol in. Uh, and, and they shouldn't because they are literally helping migrants, these illegals, get into our country. And so ultimately, Texas is doing what's right. You know, Greg Abbott, the governor over there, has just said that he is going to defend the state, his constitutional right to do so, and they need to do just that So when the ruling came down, uh, Greg Abbott did respond by putting down more razor fencing, and that's really important here. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, the states have a right to defend themselves and the people who are in them. It's literally the only obligation our government has is to keep us safe. And intentionally, right now, our federal government is doing the exact opposite. They're actually leading the invasion against us. And you just there's so many different reasons that you could say that this is happening, but to deny that it's happening is just delusional at this mm-hmm. point. At this point, we have overwhelming amount of evidence the Biden administration understands what they're doing is going to destroy this country, and they're okay with it. So yes, it's great that they're fighting back by putting down more razor wire. They are also arresting individuals. So they're having state law enforcement agencies arrest these illegals. They're holding them, and then they're likely going to hand them over to ICE, who could decide if they're going to get deported after they've had their criminal charges dealt with. Uh, I hope they all are deported. I would love to see a mass deportation of all these illegals Mm -hmm. who are coming in because ultimately they don't have the skills. They don't have anything that would be used here in our country right now to be able to to survive. And we are the ones, taxpayers, who have to fund these people. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it all over the country. I always point to the New York Post article uh, a couple of months back that took place where Venezuelans who have been coming into New York City, they were given work permits. And so for all over New York State, they're allowed to legally work. And it's 140,000 of them who have been granted these permits by Biden administration. And uh, if you're wondering how many of them actually applied for these work visas, according to the New York Post, only two percent. So they're not here to contribute to our society. There are leeches on our society. And we need to just say they all have to go. You did not come here legally. You do not have legitimate asylum claims. And you need to go back to your countries.
0: You know, know, what's interesting about this is like we lived in Mexico for two years working in orphan care as a family. So it was, you know, four of us. The cost for our, what was it called? FM. Mm -hmm.
1: It
2: was our
0: work visa. Our um, you know, as, as a family, it was around about $5,000 a year. We had to pay in legal fees and everything to go work in Mexico for free as a missionary. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and here's the deal. We had to keep this paperwork with us because we we had kind of a base camp and then we would, we worked in 10 different orphanages, especially the first year that we were there. So each day we run these, the Mexican authorities would show up and if you didn't have evidence that you had your permit to be there working, um, I mean, you'd be fined. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. They'd be fined. They, mm-hmm. the threat they could export you or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, deport you. But, but they would get money from you mm-hmm. and fine yeah. you for being there illegally. Mm-hmm. And 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 it was enforced. Everybody knew that all the time, and it happened regularly. So. Wow. Um, it's kind of interesting that people have this deal in America of like, well, they just just come through. Like, like every like they think everybody in the world has this policy. You can't go from Mexico south into other countries because there's there's barriers. You can't go do this in 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 any other part of the world. Yeah. So it, it's it's baffling that we have a policy like this it in the United States. Didn't
1: even we didn't even touch on potential terrorists that have entered our country. Yeah,
2: yeah. They never want to talk about that, but we know that there have been plenty of suspected terrorists who have come into sure. our country. There's even another video of a man who sounds like he's Middle Eastern, pretty much getting upset with the journalist who asked him, "What country are you guys from?" And then he stated, "You're gonna, you're gonna know soon. You're gonna know soon." According to Libs on TikTok, actually, that individual is is somebody who has a, a, a background in committing terrorism. I believe it was, mm-hmm. and they do have a criminal. I think they spent 12 years in prison. Was their background? And so, and if you look at the girls' face in the video too, uh, they, the girls are horrified. They're scared, which makes me concerned. Number one, are they being trafficked? Right. Or number two, are they being used now? We know in a lot of Middle Eastern countries with these terrorist organizations, they tend to use women uh mm-hmm. to go into large groups and blow themselves up. So you don't know if these women are are knowing that this is what their future is gonna be in this country mm-hmm. as well. Right. And so um I'm looking at these girls' faces and that was the first indicator that something's very, very wrong. But ultimately we don't know if this man's been released into our country, and it's likely that he has been, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, what do we go from here? It's just all Americans need to be concerned and worried, and you need to get ready because we might actually have our first real attack on U.S. soil in quite some time, and it might be that individual families and citizens are going to have to defend themselves because our government has just completely failed.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: It, 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 there's a lot of countries mm-hmm. that that I mean. There's there's nations that chant from their uh, capitals that death to America. Mm -hmm. So why why wouldn't you just come walk in? Mm -hmm. I mean, we would be the easiest country to invade in the history of -hmm. the world. Because if you come in and invade us, we'll pay you to do it. We'll give you a phone and we'll take care of your medical. If you go to California, we even give you free health care to come and invade our country
1: and take our jobs.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like we would be like please, Mm -hmm. please, like we're inviting the world to invade us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the problem. I mean, I I just don't understand how, you know, DHS is over here telling everyone that, yeah, there is a, there is a a rise in the uh, risk of terrorist threats happening on U.S. soil now, but then they're also leading that rise by allowing these individuals mm-hmm. to come into our country without documentation, without verifying them clearly. If you guys saw in Virginia, a mother, uh, her 20-year-old daughter was murdered and raped by a Sad. MS-13 gang member, and she's mm-hmm. now suing the Biden administration because all DHS had to do was ask this person to lift his shirt, and they would have saw the MS-13 gang logos tattooed mm-hmm. on his chest, and they failed to do just that. And that's just basics, right? Yep. Like, they didn't even call back to his native country to see... If he had a criminal background and watched uh, I believe they said that he did. So we are being invaded. You have to prepare for the worst that's happening right now because ultimately there's people in many countries that do not like us and we are just so dumb that we are allowing them into our country to destroy our country and to just get ready to go to war with us. And that's ultimately what's going to happen here. I don't see any other positive conclusions to any of this, sadly.
1: Yeah. It is really sad. Let's talk about um, – J6, that's something that you talk about a lot. And you had a tweet about it about the New York Post had House Jan 6 committee deleted more than 100 encrypted files days before GOP took majority sources. And you said Americans took their own lives over the lies that were being spewed by these people. Others were were denied a fair trial because the committee put out false information regarding what took place that day. We have Americans sitting in prison for seven, eight, 12, 18, and 22 years right now. These treasonous pigs know they set these people up and are doing everything imaginable to cover their tracks. If you want to have a serious discussion about repercussions, this is where you start. Wow. This is so sad.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well ultimately, I mean what we have going on right now in our country is an absolute disgrace. We know the J6 committee was really out there to taint the minds of Americans, to taint a jury jury pool by putting out this false narrative. I mean, they even put like they weren't even real guns. They put these these fake gun images as if like members of the Oath Keepers were like armed and ready to go yeah. to war with the government and it wasn't legit. They weren't real guns. Uh, but they didn't care. They still aired it anyway. And so they tainted the jury pool and they tainted the minds of a lot of American citizens. They have made all these major news outlets cover their their hearings extensively. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was played out in these hearing rooms too were stuff that would never make its way into a criminal courtroom, and they know mm-hmm. that so that's why the rate that's why they did what they did and so the average j six defendant doesn't really have a shot in heck to defend themselves and to be able to to have a fair trial. I mean, we just saw sadly this week too, there was another J6 defendant. He's a proud boy uh, from Washington, DC. He just had his uh, sentencing hearing. They sent him to six years in prison, but uh, the article that I was reading said he didn't even try to defend himself in court. He didn't put on a defense. Uh, How can you even try to put Mm -hmm. on a defense in your own name at this point? You just know, regardless of what you say, they're going to convict you. You don't stand a fair trial in this country right now, especially if you're conservative. And, you know, we're seeing it, you know, Peter Navarro is about to be sentenced shortly to mm-hmm. jail time uh, for contempt, which many people have done before him, but they haven't been sent to prison. And DOJ wants six months, six months in prison mm-hmm. for this And man. he's like 74 years
1: old, I think.
0: And, yeah. Yeah. and, and everything that the Republicans know. stand on, they're like, we like this, we want lower mm-hmm. taxes, we want better trade deals. Want-. Everything that was pretty much good in the Trump yeah. administration Can't was run. written up by Peter Navarro. Like everything, mm-hmm. all these Republicans kind of stand on that That's, that they're kind of running on is the track record of what happened during Trump's administration. Mm-hmm. And nobody's really lifting a finger to defend him.
1: In fact, yeah. you can go to his Give, Send, Go. Uh, Colton has it up right now. I think it's Give, Send, Go. Um, it's forward slash, it's slash dot com Navarro. Slash mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. So you can go there and donate. Obviously, pray and share. Um, from that as all well, three. yep, all three. So I think he needs nine hundred fifty thousand is what he's trying
2: Which to is sickening, yeah, to defend to himself to defend from him. the government
0: that he served.
1: Contempts.
2: for contempt charges. This doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. It's just so insane. Mm-hmm. It's just so crazy. They really want to bankrupt this poor man. Mm-hmm. And he, I know initially he, his his defense was to not even have a legal um, defense, like not to hire attorneys because he knew what they were going to do to him and try to bankrupt him. But you can't go in there without anyone. So he should join Ms. Thirteen.
0: Yeah, and yeah, they would support him, and uh, they they would then he would get out for free. Yeah. it'd be easy. Yeah. uh If if you're or or be a terrorist organization. Yeah, let's you know, talk about then the, then the Biden administration would be like, hey.
1: Let's talk about interesting uh, finances coming in. Uh, let's talk about Nikki Haley, you know, because like all of her support that she has, the Citizenship Free Press, um, they have a, a video we want to play for everyone cause, just in case they missed it. But she said, I was teased every day for being brown. I'm looking at her thinking, what? Nikki Haley complains about growing up in the America South. And you said oh, she's man. so uh, annoying. This is unbearable. It's so
0: bad for her. Let's, play,
1: let's this play
3: this clip. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town I was teased every day for being brown so anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl anybody can look at my record and see when Walter Scott was shot down by a dirty cop how I made sure that the Walter Scott family didn't suffer because we put the first body camera bill in the country in place. Anybody can look at the fact that when we had nine amazing souls die in Mother Emanuel Church, I did something that no Republican or Democrat ever wanted to touch, which was call for the Confederate flag to come down because it would take two-thirds of the House and Senate and was an impossible feat. I don't know what you're implying with that, but what I will tell you is, saying that i had black friends is a source of pride saying that i had white friends is a source of pride if you want to know what it was like growing up i was disqualified from a beauty pageant because i wasn't white or black because they didn't know where to put me so look i know the hardships the pain that come with racism it's the reason that i fight bullies every day when it comes to racism anti-semitism or hate and i always will If I didn't mention slavery on that day, it's because that's an automatic. There's always been, the Civil War's always been known about slavery. Wow.
0: She kind of wants to join every camp and she wants to have every single piece of victimhood that you can in this process. On issues that she's clearly flip-flopped a lot, if you just want to talk about the Confederate flag back and forth, break this down for us. There's a lot in there.
2: Yeah, so she launched her campaign by complaining about being a brown girl in America, and now she's continuing her campaign by complaining about being a brown girl in America. And you know, I, I find it laughable because in New Hampshire, she, the votes that she did get, seventy percent of them did come from non registered Republican voters. So you have to assume that these are Democrats just posing mm-hmm. as Republicans just to get her in because they they want her instead of Trump uh, ultimately. But you know, this this woman is just. She's not a Republican. She's worse than a rhino because she just has the Republican name, but she's also like not. She doesn't even care to hide it at this point. She knows that this mm-hmm. doesn't go well with conservatives. Doesn't go well with Republicans. Yes, race, I mean, it does exist, but sure. let's not use it as a platform to push forward your campaign. Let's talk about what your policies are. Because still to this day, I've not heard Nikki Haley have any type of you know unique policies. Like you can complain about Ron DeSantis as much as you'd like. But at least he was kind of policy-oriented when he was Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Yes. and cracking jokes. Yeah, he, and he came up with some creative ideas. This woman hasn't given you one idea. She's sitting here just crying about racism in this country, crying, I'm going to take down Donald Trump. No, you're not. You're not winning any of these battles. Mm-hmm. And even before the votes were in New Hampshire, she claimed that she won New Hampshire, but then she got demolished when everything was said and done. So ultimately, she's just a clown. It's a clown show. And people who hate America are going to continue funding her because they want her in this, even though this is clearly a race for Donald Trump. He's won it, and we just got, we got to move on.
0: Mm-hmm. I well, totally agree. Ron DeSantis was clearly like there's no competition. I mean, it, like. Tiger Woods in his prime compared to every other golfer. Like mm-hmm. they were competing against each other. Nobody was competing against Tiger Woods, you know, yeah. at, at, when he was at the top, like that was Ron DeSantis compared to the other 49 governors, like mm-hmm. Christy Nome gets credit, not even close. There's no comparison to Christy Nome and Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. He was the, the, the tip of the spear coming against the biggest companies coming against Disney, coming against standing up to Fauci regularly, you know, doing, doing his things, her as governor, nothing to run on. She's, she's, she's not even popular in her own state yet. And, and, and she's not popular among Republican donors. Her money is coming from Reed Hoffman. It's coming from people that hate America and hate every policy that people watching our show would ever want Mm -hmm. to align themselves with, you know? And so it's, it's interesting that she would stay in, in this fight trying to pander as, as, as a victim and continue to raise money from people that just want you know, to go against Donald Trump.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to keep funding her. It doesn't look like the funding is going to get cut off anytime soon. And she keeps saying that she's going to be in there to fight, but she's not fighting for anyone. She's just fighting against your values and everything Mm -hmm. that you want. And so ultimately it will be president Trump in the end unless they cook up some crazy concoction on how they're going to push this woman forward. But uh, I don't, I don't see it moving forward. And, and remember governor Ron DeSantis only suspended his campaign. So if anything were to happen, uh, I'm pretty sure he would jump back into the race. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let, let me
0: throw out a, a scenario to you. I, I can't get this thought out of my head since that, that leaked tape came out um, where they're trying to bribe uh, Carrie Lake into sitting yeah. out for two years. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, that's just the the state GOP chair, but apparently there's obviously there's there's dark money coming in that affects things. We saw it, you know, uh, in that scenario. We see the dark money coming into Nikki Haley's campaign mm-hmm. uh, to keep it keep it afloat. She got really rich in this off season from large corporations funding her and and paying her in almost a Hunter Biden like way that is not doesn't correlate to her skill set. She, she doesn't bring that mm-hmm. kind of value to the marketplace. And so like, to me, there seems to be this thread that I think is only going to get bigger of, of where is the money coming from in these things? And why do people do unexplainable things? Like why all of a sudden would you go from this to this mm-hmm. and be passionate about it? And it is not a change of heart or change of mind. There's money behind it. Do you see that being a connection? Like, I don't, I don't know where, the, the GOP chair in Arizona, like where these East Coast companies were, mm-hmm. hey, we can get you on a board, we can get you a, a position, you can be paid well, like that's kind of what she did during this off season. Do you see that happening a lot in politics? And we're just kind of naive to it?
2: Yeah, I think it does happen more often than usual that you'd probably suspect. I mean, if you look at even the Democrat primaries, you know, Bernie Sanders stepped out. We always joke mm-hmm. and say, you got a new home, you got a new home. Uh, yep. Ultimately, they do buy people out of out of races, and that's the ultimate goal here. And I mean, even Democrats aren't running against Joe Biden. Why aren't they running against Joe Biden? Uh, we saw also, if you look at when Joe Biden was running back in 2020, we saw a lot of his his c- competitors just dropping out of the mm-hmm. race. Buttigieg being one of them. Then he suddenly landed the role as as road protector. Uh, And then you see like all these other people who were dropping out and they were landing in the administration. And so ultimately, yeah, I think this happens more often than most people would want to suspect it. I I have to assume that recording probably came from Carrie Lake's team, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's important to, to bring attention to this stuff because Ultimately, our politics are so corrupt, and we know that this is going on. We, mm-hmm. we know that these people are being bought off. And so we need a clear map as to who is the one doing it. Because ultimately, I mean, as Carrie Lake said in the recording, you know, she, you got to be in it to fight for this country. And there's no other time to do it than now. Because mm-hmm. right now, we are just being bombarded with these corrupt individuals. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need people to stand up and to say enough is enough.
0: I don't blame her so for true. recording it either. You know, these guys mm-hmm. are slime. And so like yeah. you would need to protect mm-hmm. yourself in that kind of a, of a format. So, you know. Yep. Uh,
1: totally agree. Yeah.
0: Probably do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Man, well, thank yeah. you again they for call your, your time, for Brianna. Reason. This is amazing. Your tweets were so hot this week. Again, Flavor Family, go to dot com. Dot .com make sure you are f- following her on X as well as on Rumble. Thanks again for your time Brianna. We really do appreciate it. Ooh. All right, Flavor Family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacy. I'm just moving in so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So, let's look inside. I got some my pillow, uh, towels, kitchen towels, I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, bed. All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and fluff it up for you. Come on, buddy. No, no. Nice and warm and fluffy. Perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right, if you want to get your own products, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FLIVER to save up to 66% off.
0: Looks like you've been sleeping well.
3: Megan, he's back!
0: This is a
1: crazy time to be alive.
0: Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years before.
1: And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office. $700 more a month.
0: Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office.
1: You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending. But we can take care of ourselves.
0: You wanna make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell.
1: If there's gonna be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end, when it skyrockets and now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I gotta pay because it's on the back end before I
0: sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into and if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours and that's happening while